This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right, hello, and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamers Games Final Fantasy XIV podcast. And Fusion Action joining me today, we've got Aldino and we've got Rook. Hello. 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 Uh, so <laughs> this is. <laughs> Just stinking it right in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we have been just busy with life. We came back from Fan Fest. We were sick. We did an anniversary episode. We had packs. Mm-hmm. And here we are. <laughs> we, I stayed on it. Fusion's floor. It's true. I, I haven't actually rolled the bed up yet. It's still just like in a. I just kind of like half folded it so I don't have to like jump over it like an obstacle course yeah. to get to my desk. Um, I was in that room. It's true. My physical body was mm. in Fusion's podcasting room. She it happened. used this microphone to cast. Wow. I feel like I got you. it dirty from that. I'm yeah, so sorry. <laughs> I need to. I need to get like all the the all the like the Lysol, the the Windex, yeah, yeah, yeah. the just everything. You should never just... let your MMO foods touch. You know what I mean? They just you have to just kind of keep them apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, we've been busy. PAX was also last weekend. Uh, we did some stuff there. Check it out, Gamerscape.com. We've got an interview with the voice cast from Final Fantasy 16. It does have spoilers, though. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're one of those people that haven't checked it out, you might want to be a little bit careful about that. <laughs> um, some hands-on with some stuff as well. Square Enix's Foam Stars. We had a chance to check that out, uh, which is like if the Koreans made a, a nice knockoff of like Splatoon and Overwatch. Hmm. Yeah, yes, right? that is like probably it's... the best way to describe it. Huh. It was it was better than I thought. I'll leave it I'll leave it at that. But Rook <laughs> wrote uh, a wonderful hands-on thing for that, so go check that out as well. Um, yeah, we got a lot of news to catch up on. It's been we've been oh, very yes. sporadic the last couple months because of everything going on. Um, so we got some stuff to catch up on. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead jump in here to news, which is man, it's gonna be like half the show is just news. I think today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got so mm-hmm. much news. Uh, Moogle Tomes, it's happening right now. Uh, patch six point five is gonna be early October. So from now mm-hmm. until then, get your tomes. You can get all the doggos. You can get um, an anniversary framers kit, uh, which spoilers. I mean, like not spoiler. You probably won't be able to get it during any other thing because right now is the anniversary. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's like 10 tokens. This is the time. Super easy. Go do like one raid and you'll have enough to, to grab mm-hmm. the, uh, the framers kit. So make sure to go do that. Um, and we'll get into the rising, uh, in a little bit. Cause that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, letter from the producer live 89 is going to be September 23rd. And that's going to be, uh, held during Tokyo game show. This seems so strange to me that they are doing the live letter. Like, when is it's what's what's fan fest it's like mid late october mid. just just the idea of like yeah, hey we're mid, gonna like, like mid october do the we're gonna do the the letter from the producer and drop the patch right before fan fest instead of like waiting like a couple weeks and dropping yeah. it to have something yeah. at fan fest I'm that seems so really confused. weird mm-hmm. because normally I, I mean i honestly don't actually know if this is the case for the eu and jp fan fests normally but as far as I've always seen with previous fan fests and what I thought, you always have the keynote and then you have a live live letter the second day, right? Yeah. So yeah. what's gonna be in place of that at London? Right. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess they could do another one for six five five, but that'd be so quick that nobody would have done it. 
so they won't want to talk about it. Yeah, so I don't know. Really I mean, I I think if I remember, I think the first fan fest it was like right after the Shiva patch because I remember was it right before or right after we had the trailer. I remember them playing the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. The timing just feels really weird. Um, so I'll I'll be curious to see what else they do for for panel stuff. Yeah. Just another dev panel, I guess, instead of a maybe. line letter. I who knows. I mean, maybe we do know that six point five right was supposed mm -hmm. to be the patch where we like definitively know some stuff or <laughs> right. really start getting some <laughs> kind of thing towards so. the expansion, right? Please. <laughs> so it's very possible that like with the themes, because we've had the patch art and everything revealed recently, we mm. have that theme of the new Dawn. We obviously had the reveal of Dawn Trail. We mm. know like that where we are going generally. So maybe they wanted to do it before the fan fest because some of the stuff that's going to be revealed at the fan fest or talked about at the fan fest or anything else will mm. be set up by the stuff in 6.5 or will be something that like, presuming you've played that um, makes sense or has like a logical extension or builds the hype into it. I don't know. It is really strange. I'm not sure why they did this. And I am curious to see what is going to be in its place. If there's some other big news we just don't know about yet, if mm -hmm. they're just going to do some kind of interview panel, if they're just not going to have anything that morning. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, if, if they're going to do something like some kind of like an interview panel, I, you know, I mean, if it's in London, like that'd be prime location to do like a voice actor panel. Um, which would be nice because I feel like every time they've done that, that's been on the JP side and we never get any interpretation mm -hmm. done for it. Um, right. And it's, it is, you know, unless you play the game in Japanese, it's not people you're familiar with. Right. So that would be a cool uh, time to do that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they just released the uh, the video where uh, the voice actors for Sydney and Thancred, Alphano and Alice did... Uh, a cake making competition where they tried to mm -hmm. emulate the cake that was done last year. It's like their, their version of nailed it. Cause yeah. they, they sure. Yep. They got, they, yep. Perfect. They did it. Exact yep. replicas were yep. done. Um, so exactly how the characters in game would have done it. I think. Yeah. Exactly. My favorite thing is literally seeing all of the fan art that has come out where people are just drawing their characters over them with like the rest of the camera set up and everything else, like the video is still there. So it's just them as their characters. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Make sure to go check that out. That's on YouTube. It's also up on the uh, Lodestone. Um, mm -hmm. Going back to TGS, though. Uh, so we will have the live letter. Um, in addition to that, uh, there will be a couple of 14 things to do at their booth. There will be a trial roulette of the uh, 6.x fights. Um, then there's also going to be, if you're newer to Final Fantasy 14, they're going to have the effort battle challenge. Uh, and participants for both of those will get a 10th anniversary postcard. Cute. Interesting That's that cool. we didn't have any of that at PAX. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm just, I, I, I'm curious. I'm just curious mm -hmm. why. Like, it's the 10th anniversary here, too. Like, <laughs> no, it's only the 10th anniversary in Japan. Yeah, only Time in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. just, it's, it's weird. It's just because we just had Fan Fest, but like, I didn't get a 10th anniversary postcard at Fan Fest, so I don't know. True. Uh, I don't know. It's just an interest. They just, they wanted to go hard on, on Foam Stars and 16, I guess. Yeah. Um, we were, this is actually, this next one is really funny. So, as we said earlier, Rook came to visit for PAX. Um, and I had my phone going through the car. We were playing the uh, Sanctuary's Heart Final Fantasy XIV Chill arrangement album. 
just mm-hmm. some some chill music, you know, as we're driving to and from the airport. Um, and I'm like, yeah, this released digitally. I had forgotten all about it. Um, I'm like, yeah, they never did a physical release of it. Like the next day, they're like, hey, so we're releasing a physical version of. I was like, that timing though. <laughs> um, so this is going to be the deluxe edition, um, which yeah. is going to come with four extra tracks. Um, Who brings shadow miracle works with hearts aligned and to the edge. Um, so if you pre-order now, uh, you also will get two bonus stickers. Um, so go check that out. If you haven't already, it's if, if you are like me and you just load up like lo-fi girl, like a bunch while working or something, mm-hmm. grab this album. It's really cool. Um, there's also the uh, Mosaic Art sweepstakes. Uh, you have get you got to act quick on this one. It's been it's been up for a while. We've been not here for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You can enter a screenshot to be one of twenty thousand used uh, to form Yoshitaka Amano's tenth anniversary artwork, which is we got this right here. That's that's our Zen filler for this. Uh, <laughs> this week. Happy birthday, Philip! By the way, I don't. Yep. Uh, <gasps> Happy okay. birthday, Philip! Um, so yeah, you have until uh, September 11th at 7:59 a.m. PDT. Who knows also, if we should mention that, that. <laughs> Philip is Sinitra's husband. Yes. In case it's people not don't Sinitra's know, Sinitra's real name is secretly <laughs> Philip. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like 20,000 entries—that's like, a lot of entries. Uh, yeah, a people lot. that are selected can get the uh, Cloud Strife Harrogale cap, uh, Noble Barding, or the Bluebird earring. So get on that mm-hmm. quick. I might do that just to see if I get that hair finally. Um, yeah, you got this weekend. <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, if you are one of those people that are like, I enjoy Battle Royale type games, and you play Fall Guys. I'm just, uh, sorry, I'm just watching Rook because like the, when we announced this, her face just did a thing. Because she just she doesn't care and it's wonderful. I don't uh, care about <laughs> the Warriors of Light Fame Pass uh, is now available, um, and you can level that up uh, until Tuesday, October third. Um, so if that's something you're into, it is an option. Uh, I had barely played any of Fall Guys. I think I played a fair amount during like their beta, and I just had currency somehow on the account. So I'm like, all right, done. Got the dragoon <laughs> costume. I'm I'm good to go. I'll not, probably never play it again. But if I do, I have the costume for my namesake. So you're good to go. And I know a lot of people that have really been enjoying this. Yeah. And I actually kind of found it to be a really fun thing to be able to do. That's still 14 adjacent, but not specifically just 14, as we're kind of in that lull phase and all that other kind of stuff. So I know a lot of people who've been taking groups in and just having fun with it, and that's awesome. So don't let my <laughs> lack of interest in this, you know, detract from it for how, anybody else. How is how is this, it feels so weird? It's usually like me that's like the big ah, oh, this is dumb, <laughs> this is the stupidest <laughs> thing, and Rooks is over here like, <laughs> you know, I it's a feel weird like reversal. it's one of the. It is a weird yeah. reversal. I feel like it has to be because every now and then. If something is like everybody's on the hype train for it, every now and then I dig my heels in. Typically, Mm. I'm not the person that's just being like snooty about it just to be snooty about it. Typically, I'm also on the hype train. But I think when the Fall Guys hype was just exploding on Twitch and like every streamer was doing it, I was always like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) You know, it just never, (laughs) it never clicked with me in a way where I... I mean, it makes for great entertainment and it makes for a really silly, fun thing to do with friends, which, again, is fine and works really great. But 
as somebody who just, I love our MMOs and other things, it never appealed mm-hmm. to me in the same way. So I just, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Funny. Usually I'm neutral because I'm neutral. Here I'm, I'm neutral because I, I have to be. Because, mm. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I can't, I cannot speak of this. This is, this is. Why can you not speak of this? Because I work for the company that makes that game. Oh. Um, which is something that, you know, we don't Full usually disclosure. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't work on that game. I just work for the company that makes that game. And yeah, can't talk about it. Fair. So there we go. Yeah. But yeah, that's a thing. It's available until Tuesday. After. I, I don't think you can, like, yeah. level it. You can. I think you have to like finish like your progress on that. I think that's how that works. Because uh, it's kind of like a it is a video game past thing. Yeah. So uh, if you want that, like probably start earlier rather than later. I mean, you can also like I'm trying to think because it doesn't go like uh, you think like a normal like season pass in a video game. It's like one to like a hundred or something. But Fall Guys has like shorter seasons. Um, so like you could just like buy your way through it without like having to spend like an arm and a leg as well if you just want to get some of the the costumes and stuff. But yeah, if that's something you're interested, go check it out. Fall guys, it's it's a thing. We're doing it. We're gonna get it in gold saucer. It's happening. So please look forward Heaven to forbid it or not. <laughs> there's another crossover with the other big game. The other game there. Yeah, yeah. Because then I'm just gonna have to be like, I can't be. A- I just, just can't be. I'm here. just. <laughs> Charles just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna away. just say things like yes, that is a video. It is online. <laughs> you can play it with people. Look, I think I'm okay if I say those things. Look, I mean, if I could pwn noobs as a Sidian with a shotgun, <laughs> I would at least try it. I would I would throw <laughs> twenty bucks at that. I had a Fortnite removed, phase for a few months. <laughs> they were building from Fortnite, right? Like it no, it's still there. They have a oh, no build mode. Oh, okay. It'd be super cute if you got like an L2 outfit or something, and then you could go build walls. There you go. L2, the little dragonette. You <laughs> know who I'm yep. talking about. Yeah, right? I know what you're talking about. You just gave me such that's an just, absolute. Those just, of you who are listening, you won't have not, seen this, but Fusion gave me such a just completely. Fusion's look no, was the look I'm, I gave was, when Fall was, Guys got announced as a clip. It was more of a look of like, I don't think you know how Fortnite works, kind of. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. I've the played a fart that... knife once or twice in my life. It is a video game. I'm, I'm sorry, you've, you've, you've played a what? A fart knife. <laughs> fart knife. She's like, I didn't stutter. Come okay. on. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what it's called. Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this morning uh, was the first stream for the Crystal Conflict Regional Championships Europe and Oceania quarterfinals. Uh, I think, I think, Rook, you were there, right? Yes, yes, For, I was. What, what, were, what were you, what were you doing? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess we haven't really talked about this here yet, but mm. I, you know, <laughs> now I feel really embarrassed. About <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, yes, I'm Rook. And I'm one of the official commentators and shoutcasters for Crystalline Conflict Roulette. Or excuse me, Crystalline Conflict Regional Championship, EU, and Oceania. Although, Crystalline Conflict Roulette is also something that you should all do. Check it out on Thursdays with the PvP Revivals. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, but, no, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be a part of CCRC. I'm so happy to finally be able to talk about it as well. Mm-hmm. And I am, yes, absolutely going to be at London Fan Fest next month. 
Um, I'll be there on the stage casting it, and I'll be thinking about our beautiful Aetherite Radio family the whole time, and all of you <laughs> um, listeners and everyone. But we had our first, we had our first part of the quarterfinals mm-hmm. this morning. The streams are bright and early for U.S. times, and by the time many of you are listening to this, they probably will be done. But you'll still be able to watch the vods, and I would absolutely recommend that everybody does if you can't tune in live. I have to be awake. I got to get my butt up and make up and ready, especially tomorrow for Oceania, because we're starting even earlier with their time zones. Mm-hmm. But um, you can all watch at your own leisure, but definitely give it a watch because there's a huge range of experience in the competition from friends who really just went, hey, YOLO, let's try this. Let's do this to really cutthroat competitive teams. But everybody has been having so much fun even behind the scenes just seeing like the players chat and talk and be excited and even after the first you know rounds that we got to see today so much hype and the community being so excited in the chat and the players all Mm -hmm. supporting each other um and of course those of us live on a stream having a wonderful time the eu community team is so much fun and we've really had a blast getting to do it so we'll have more tomorrow but it was great so far and we'll be doing the actual semifinals and finals live at FanFest in london which you'll all be able to watch as well heck yeah and yoshi p will probably be sitting on the floor watching them just like he was in i bet I bet if you asked, you could probably get a picture mm. with Yoshida-san. I try very hard to get a picture with Yoshida-san. Yes, you should. That's you one should. You should tell him the story of Fan Fest and, and how like you were like the next one up. I bet he'd get a kick out of that. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would if we have a chance and a translator handy. Absolutely, yeah. I will tell the story. I'm really looking forward to it and to getting to meet all of the EU community team and to getting to see so many folks that I know from EU. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of viewers over there and a lot of other fellow content creators and friends yeah. that are over like there. Like Lithy, so. I think Lithy's uh, might be there, right? Maybe. Lithy's my co-caster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. Uh, you all probably, if you're listening now, recognize Lithy or may not even realize it, but do recognize Lithy. Um, from the world races with Mog Talk. We've both been able mm-hmm. to be on those, and Lithy does a ton of work behind the scenes, helping with so many things for those big productions here in the 14 space, and is incredible on camera too. So we are the shoutcasting duo, the commentators together. And honestly, I've said it on social media, but I'll say it again. There's literally nobody that I would have wanted to be commentating mm. this with more. Lithy and I, I just love Lithy so much. So. <laughs> There's a lot of good vibes all around, and games brought us together, just like 14 has brought so many of us together. But now we get to do this, and I, yeah, I'm just so, I'm so, so over cool. the moon about it. You are <laughs> killing it. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll check the VOD later. I, like, I woke up this morning, and, like, time zones are a thing, because, like, Rook's in a different time zone than I am, and then EU is in a different time zone. So it's like, it's like it's run from this to this. I'm like, awesome. I wake up. I'm like, cool. It should still be. Oh, it ended half an hour ago. Okay, I guess I'll have to <laughs> mm-hmm. catch the VOD. <laughs> Catch that vibe. Catch that vibe. Yeah. yeah, make sure that you watch them because there were so many people who were just kind of chilling because they were at FanFest and they were like, well, PvP is happening. I'll give it a look. Mm-hmm. And it converted quite a few of them. Yeah. Right? You don't know how hype it is until you watch it. And then you want to be prepared for the the finals, right? Just watch it. It's great. You'll see, uh, like Rick said, really professional teams and really, you know, YOLO just going to go in and... Um, run headfirst into the Witcher uh, teams, which is fun, too. And then, and then you'll just have, like, this John Dark Souls guy that just walks out in, like, a full yeah. helmet. 
Like, I, what, yeah, what's exactly. the equivalent of that gonna be for you? Is is there gonna Ooh. be one? Oh, I mean, mm. there's some good options. There's some good options. One mm. of the teams I do really love, and I am hoping so much that they actually bring the mascot with them to FanFest. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's a team, Bulbons, who actually got their name, Bulbons Farm, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, mm. Is it Bulbons Farm? Hold on. Where are my notes? Where are my caster <laughs> notes? R ranch. Bulbons Ranch. Bulbons Ranch. Okay. Um, that uh, actually have a mascot that is named after their a little plush stuffed animal that's called Bobon, which was mm. um, <laughs> like given to them by one of their friends. It's like a little wolf stuffed animal um, that was given to them by one of their friends that they met through gaming when they moved in with their husband. And like, it's kind of like a little, a cozy rallying point and mascot yeah. for all of them that you know reminds them of what brought them together in games and friendship. But they are also actually fierce, <laughs> right. which is the best. Uh, but so many of the teams have little things like that, and we're doing the best that we can mm -hmm. to bring those narratives to life. So if you start watching now, or if you catch up on those VODs, you'll have an idea yeah. of each of the teams and their personality coming into the semifinals and finals so that you can get even more hyped about it. Right. You really can cool. pick a favorite. My, yeah. My, my reactions, it wasn't to that story. That was actually a really nice story. Uh, I'm just looking over in chat here. Uh, Lithy is over here. Uh, Rook, um, saying that ranch is a horrible condiment. Lithy has some hot takes about white condiments in particular. Lithy hates sour cream. Lithy okay. hates ranch. Okay. I don't understand it, and it's one of the few things that upsets me. <laughs> I'm on Team what, Lithy with this. What, what about no, mayonnaise? Don't team say with this. What about mayonnaise? No, see, Where does that fall? In the, mayonnaise is, is, is alright. For me, okay. I don't want to speak for Lithy. I'm not asking you. Uh, I'm asking Lithy. Sure, that's true. I, I, just, I just wanted I just to, to know where just, I was. All, all the yeah. white condiments are just mayo is all right. Very situational. Okay. okay. See, I, right. I wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. Okay. Right. For all of our listeners, after the fact, this is just a very important conversation happening back and forth in chat right now. Absolutely. We, if if, I mean, if you've you ever know, turned into one of Rook's streams, I, I feel like at least once a month we just talk about how great ranches. I feel like that just <laughs> it just somehow comes up. Uh, and so See, once I saw Lithy's fighting words in the chat, I was just like, whoa, hold on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just don't don't give me cold any of that. But when you warm it, it's also not great. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm room, with you. Room temp? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's you like know, sake. You, you, it, has okay. to be, it has to be served at like the exact correct temperature right. to be good. It's like you get a burrito and you're like, ah, it's a great burrito. And then there's this cold bomb in the middle of sour cream. And it's just, it's not right. It's, it's not true. Okay. I we okay. you know we made tacos last night, and yeah, I totally agree. That's that you just yeah, yeah. So I think it's for me, it's the the execution, right, <laughs> <laughs> of using these condiments. All right, <sighs> Look, how are you please, using please, the condiments? Please use your condiments yeah. responsibly. Okay. Just exactly. put them on your plate or in a little cuppy. How are you using them that the execution of the condiment is a problem, Al? Do you know? I mean, okay, so think about, uh, I was trying to think of other white condiments, but that's okay. I think that I'll just think about a cake. When the, when the frosting is all over the place or it's frozen outside of a actual cake, so you have to like break through it. I don't know, man. It, there's just There's just ways to use things. I don't want cold ketchup either on something i'm just saying it's just in general okay but, but, but what if what here? if the fries are so hot that by the time that the the ketchup covered fry gets to your mouth 
it is no longer a distracting amount of coldness. See, I, sh I shouldn't have even said ketchup because I don't even eat ketchup. So that's I'm learning another hot take. All sorts of things wow. about many people today. That's another hot take. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is that a hot or cold take or cold take. Lukewarm room temperature yeah. take. I don't <laughs> this is about condiments. Nobody cares. It's okay. Yeah, no, this is just, this is just... a Pikachu household over here. Ketchup is king. <laughs> if if you know, you know. Um, yeah. Pikachu likes ketchup. I did not actually it's know that. It's is a, that a documented <laughs> Yes. Yes, it is. It yes. absolutely is. Pikachu oh, loves boy. his ketchup. Okay. Is there a realm or possibility where the blush on his face is not actually some sort of little fur marking, but just ketchup that he got on, his, be. on his fur? Could be. Yeah, Maybe. I think so. I'd believe that. Yeah, okay. that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be a hard sell. Sure. What were we talking well, yeah. about? CCRC, OCE, tune in, watch it, yeah. check it out during FanFest, get excited about it, hop in as well. And do some PvP yourself. Mm. Don't be intimidated by it. Honestly, one of the teams that we had on today, such a blast. Absolutely love them. DGEN's Anonymous. And they... Like the name. They, <laughs> just like that. Yep. They came in and their goal, even from the semifinals, uh, excuse me, the preliminaries that were before, um, mm -hmm. was just to see how long they could survive the match. <laughs> it I wasn't mean... about winning. It was, okay, we hit one minute. Okay, next time we'll do two minutes. Next time, <laughs> and their goal to, uh, for today was to hit five, and they did fall short of it. But mm. they really, really gave it their all, and they were already talking about like how much fun they were having and how much they were laughing about the whole thing, and how next time they're coming back and they're going to get that five minutes. And <laughs> that's the kind of energy we need channeled into PvP. It mm -hmm. becomes such a thing where people get really anxious, they get really stressed, they get really sweaty about it too. I get really sweaty about it. I'll admit it, but. We have to remember that just like anything, it's a game. So have fun, smile, laugh. Each season is a fresh start, and it's definitely worth jumping in for the rewards and just to even, you know, get a little taste of it and then get mm -hmm. to be in on these big hype moments as we get to see more with the tournaments and other things that are going on and the championship that'll be happening next month. And so please cool. uh, submit your condiment-related uh, uh, hot takes to them while they are streaming. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if even one person does it like mods would yeah. be so confused They're like why is this person talking <laughs> about ketchup all of a sudden nothing <laughs> nothing has prompted this there's no understand. reason for this uh yes but absolutely like it's gonna be so cool i'm, I'm so excited for you to yes and lithy to get this opportunity i can't think of two people better to to do pvp casting in london it's gonna be so cool um mm -hmm. So cool. I'd like, ah, okay. Uh, um, all right. So uh, today, that's all the news. We're like 40 minutes in. That's the news. We've, we've, we, had to, we, had to, we had to catch up a little bit. Oh, Fusion. I was waiting. Yeah. If you didn't do it, I was going to do it. Thank I'm you. Proud, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Rook for getting to cast PvP. I'm proud of you for wanting to do the catch-up pun. We're, uh, we're all winning here. We're all, everybody's a winner. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, the last episode we actually did, uh, we were talking about our anniversary, uh, our 14th anniversary yeah. of being a Final Fantasy 14 podcast. 
um, which is really weird when put right alongside the 10th anniversary of the game we podcast about. Um, but right now, uh, the Rising is going on, which is the anniversary event. Um, they do a couple cool things this year. So um, in addition to getting the Phoenix mount, um, it's rare mm-hmm. to get like such a cool mount. Like this, th- like you see this fe- this mount, right? And you're like, oh, that's a cash shop mount. Uh, yeah. No, you you could just get it. You do a couple quests. You talk to some people, and it's yours for for the low price of of nothing, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Braving Alda uh, on Balmung, at the very least. That's the price of it. <laughs> it's true. You do have to go into the quicksands. So yes. Just, Take just a deep the breath. warning there. You'll just get, the content you'll warning. You'll get through it, I believe in you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the I thought the quest line was really cool. Um, this year they talk about the uh, oh the the forest of letters, um, mm-hmm. and you can go through um, after you do the kind of initial quest line, and you can see the letters from like the the oh gosh the message board manager or the it's yeah. it's they're really weird letters because like. As I'm reading these, I'm like, you could just mm-hmm. put like the dev on these. Like that's okay. Yeah. Like you don't need to try and make <laughs> yeah. it like really weird. It's like it's still in game and lo- there was literally like a dev like office building one year for the rise. You just put like yeah. the actual it's the way that they were worded and stuff was kind of weird where it's like I'm trying to guess like which member of the development Ooh, yeah. team it was, but it like didn't really mention real world stuff. It was kind of in worldy <laughs> and weird. Um but it was okay. Like, you know, it's something different. Um, yeah. I also really liked that uh, they also had some extra quests after you do uh, the Rising event. Right. Uh, yes. There's the Louis Swa quests uh, as well after these. I I was looking at the, p- the page for the Rising last night when I was doing these. Mm-hmm. Those quests were mentioned on the Rising page, weren't they? I, I feel don't like they were. The additional Louis maybe, Swap maybe Maybe I saw like a tweet or something, because they're not listed on the event for the Rising, which feels weird. Yeah. I mean, I think they tell you at the tail end that like a few other things have unlocked mm-hmm. for you. So I think they're assuming that that's supposed to be your cue. But yeah. I do think it's super easy for people to miss. Yeah, and right. You, especially with like the connotation of that mount and mm-hmm. the fact that we literally saw that so much of the community, particularly newer players, have no idea who that mount is or what the context is. And honestly, well, many even of doing them, the quest, sweet, they innocent still beings. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I mean, but you at least get introduced yeah, to sure. like the, the threads that tie to that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that you have an idea of being like, oh, yeah, Louis Swa played a role in this. And maybe if I go back and do Binding Coils, I'll figure out what that's all about, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. there's also a 10-year anniversary framers kit that you get for doing these two quests um, mm-hmm. where the background, it's like a red to white gradient. And then the frame overlays that white gradient a little bit so you can do like the smile into the dissolve like the yeah. end of an era video which is freaking awesome um it's I very had, cool of them my adventure plate was just like a goofy like i'm just kind of looking up and doing like the pucker face so i just turned myself <laughs> so i'm just like going like this as it fades to white <laughs> it's really stupid looking and i love it um so yeah make sure it's to very go Hildebrand, I think. and and it's do all brand that. for you yeah, right. Um, yeah. The, the NPC for that after you do the rising quest, it's it's kind of right out in front of the uh, the grand mm-hmm. company. He'll be standing there. Um, I wish they would have like labeled him with like a tenth anniversary marker or something. It's just yeah, a normal quest that's marker. That's true. 
um that that could they could have done that better especially if there's a 10 year anniversary like reward attached to it like Mm -hmm. i wish Mm -hmm. they would have pointed it out more um i'm just i'm really glad that they did it i i think you're right in that it needs more signposting because who who knew has gone back and done the binding coils to even know why phoenix is a big deal yeah i mean i like like i mean here's the problem with this though like so like lore wise and this will be spoilers, but also, like, this is 10 years old, right? Um, yeah, true. We know that, like, in the Binding Coil, you run into Louis Swa, you get the whole story about mm-hmm. how, while fighting Bahamut, he turned into the Phoenix, using the hopes and prayers of everybody, and then as he kills Bahamut, Bahamut enthralls him, and he's now in Binding Coil, and as you go through that, you get that whole story. Um, mm-hmm. And are kind of, like, in lore, right? It's like, you're down there with Alphano and Alice, and you're just like, we will not tell anyone about anyone. this. And so, like, going through and doing this quest, it's like, oh, I wonder what happened. And we're just kind of sitting there like, yeah, yeah I don't know, man. That's... <laughs> I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's like um, when we're talking about the Void and done the Void quest. No, I have no idea. Anyone who has done this research ever before. Nope. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've yeah. never, I've never been you. in here. I never fought no. the Cloud of Darkness or, yeah, no, never been in mm-hmm. here. Um but yeah, it's just it's really interesting because um, even if you do all these quests, you still don't get anything that's like you should do binding coil to learn more. Right. <laughs> like they could they've right. had like fourth wall little notes on things before. They should have been they could have done that if you or maybe there is because I've done that stuff. So I who knows? Maybe it's a situational mm-hmm. text. Um, but that would yeah, be cool. could be. But yeah, go go yeah. do that for sure. Um, yeah. Another thing that I definitely wanted to talk about here is that you don't. It's a mount. Like the Phoenix is a mount, but it's not a mount. You you just turn you into just turn it. Turn into it. I yeah. No. Which is wow. It's interesting. I love it's pretty it. cool. I am obsessed with it. I saw so many people just absolutely going wild when they yeah. realized that it wasn't just a mount, but that you become the Phoenix. I, yeah. I'm shocked that Rook would be excited about a mount that just turns you into a Phoenix. <laughs> I mean, this is the first mount of its kind that we've had. Phoenix yeah. aside, right? We've yeah. not had a mount that does this kind of transformation before. And there yeah. are other games that have it. WoW has one mm-hmm. where, like, you can turn into a mount and then a friend can even, well, like, there, ride there on are, you. And you can there are the mounts where you don't see your character. Well, but you go, sure. like, into Inside. a thing yeah. or something else. This is that you literally have like a transformation. You become the Phoenix and then mm-hmm. you yeah. are the Phoenix. And I think that is such a cool idea. Yeah. And it absolutely has my brain just like racing <laughs> for anything where if they ever decide to give us some kind of guardian force thing, or if we ever see, you know, whatever the true forum or whatever it is with a Zem and everything else, like they could have some really cool mount rewards and things along those lines, or I don't know, just anything, anything that would lead us to I, have I mean, another I'd, I'd take a, I'd take like a Quetzalcoatl yeah. mount like that. That'd be cool. Sure. I'd pay for that. I mean, because you know, I you know, eight, so sure, why not? <laughs> I keep, I keep, I keep being a summoner main. I don't know why, but it it feel it it hits a little different, you know. Um, the phoenix hits different when you do binding coil. It hits a little bit more different when you know you do everything in like uh, Shadowbringers and Endwalker and really understand what was going on. And then for at least me as a summoner main summoning the phoenix and then turning into it i'm just like man that that is really cool Mm -hmm. and they missed a trick 
of like making it really known. Like they just give you the map. They don't really say anything. But if like that guy who talks to you, I'm just going to say that guy who talks to you during this quest, uh, had said something about like embodying the spirit or something like that. That would, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like it feels did, that did way. But just, just tell people. Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. Right? He ta- I mean, he talked about remember. like hopes yeah, and dreams and dreams and things like that. But I don't believe okay. that like signposting that like you are the uh, part of the will of whatever. You know what okay. I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I just, I get, I just it hit see, extra hard. Honestly, yeah. Alpha No and Ali say now, I just use them out in front of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is that we kind gonna... of concern. Yeah. 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 I think if 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 I had to nitpick about anything, it would be just the, like when I'm flying the Phoenix Mount, all I see is blue glowing feathers. I don't see any of like the <laughs> red of the actual Phoenix. It's just like sure. feather butt. <laughs> I have to like pan my camera around. <laughs> well, that's to why see, you have like, to dramatically pan your camera. Around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's just part At of all it. Times. <laughs> if you don't even fly dramatically while panning your camera, like, are you even on a flying mount? Like. <laughs> Um, no, I thought this was really sweet. I liked they included the bonus mm-hmm. stuff as well. I like the messages. I just can't help it with the rising. Anytime that it's like, here I strum my harp, and then you mm-hmm. go into that other world that might yeah. be a dream, mm-hmm. I immediately start to just tear up. <laughs> it, <laughs> I can't help it. There's no, I know what's coming. Right. I know yoshida san is about to talk to us all directly, mm-hmm. and that it's going to make me cry every single time like one of these times literally we could go in there and he could be like psych and i would still be crying (laughs) (laughs) like leave i just i think this is something too i've seen a lot of players who this is their first rising Mm -hmm. and a lot of people who came in even with um you know with endwalker and were drawn in by that or have been playing through and doing their full playthroughs now and it always strikes me particularly with the rising events how touched people are by mm-hmm. it because i remember my first rising and i remember the, the first time that i teared up when yoshida san looked directly in the camera <laughs> and said thank you to all of us in this digital world that we share and i remember thinking about how special that was and how rare it was to have a game where the developers care and put so much of themselves into it that they literally reach out from the game to us to say thank you for playing what we've made and I just like every single time I do find it just as wonderful and just as as humbling. But even seeing new players come through that and tweet out something like, oh, my gosh, I did the rising event and they said thank you. Like they, the dev said thank you to us. <laughs> right. and, they, and you see it every time and just how much that means to the players to even in that one little space to have a connection to what's on the other side of the game that we play and we mm. love and what's creating that game for us um, as we all kind of meet in the middle from our experiences to the things that are being created for us to experience. Um, it's just, you know, it's always special. Even in my jaded, uh, kind of tired of the game, heart of hearts, there was a little bit of a spark when it happened. Sure. A little one. There, there, there was we'll, a line we'll see if it catches. that... Uh, totally not Naoki Yoshida said mm-hmm. um, yeah. where he's like I'm glad you're having fun and even with your not you're still saying you're enjoying yourself or something I was like mm-hmm. mm, I don't know about that it's kind of <laughs> you're, you're assuming 
Right, right. I mean, just the, the idea that we we are all a little tired and wiped out, right, at this point, right? Sure. Um, so I was like, oh, that's kind of a yeah, weird line. Yeah, I, I me. think what I took away from it from that line, I think I actually screenshotted it because I mm-hmm. I, okay. I really liked it personally. Sure. Yeah. Was that you know he was saying you know we've been on a long journey and obviously we're ten years into the game and like wherever you are right now in mm-hmm. that like you know whether you're feeling fatigued with it whether you know you've got a lot of critiques whether you know you feel burnt out whether you feel like we're in that patch content lull whether you know i mean like it felt like an acknowledgement of that feeling sure. and him okay. saying that he still found it humbling that regardless even if players you know are saying like i'm taking a break from the game or I, you know, just, I'm not feeling certain things Mm -hmm. that he's always touched by the fact that oftentimes they will still say to him, you know, Uh, but my time in the game, I still treasure it. Like I still value it. And like, I love if it's past tense, you know, even if it's just, I'll come back and see the story. I think uh, I found the line. So it says, uh, by now, I must have been regaled with tens of thousands of your tales. You usually share them with a smile, but even when it's with a frown, you tell me that you're still enjoying yourself. Oh, right. Oh, oh that was See, it. You did it. You yeah. did it. You broke her. <laughs> yeah, and I think you can even interpret that with something like if people are going through hard times, right? Mm-hmm. Or like whatever it is, there's still that sentiment of all of us being happy to have had 14 or be playing 14 mm-hmm. or you know be connected to 14 um whether it's you know something with the game itself or it is something with like your own personal life it's mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was such a sweet line honestly um there was also the the new mini game uh that came out this oh, year yeah. as well um where it's like um how do you just like a breakout kind of like a yeah s- kind of s- like a breakout flipped on its side but with like some rpg elements to it <laughs> um that was interesting i did i did like a full run through of that um it wasn't yeah. like, super hard or anything but it was it was it was cool it was something different um let's see what else was there i, mean, I always I like when they remind gosh. us that mini games exist right. and that you can yeah. you can play them using the toy Go chest the in toy your chest. <laughs> yeah we made all these random <laughs> they, they exist. There's like a first person one. There's a side scroller with a spriggan. There's like... <laughs> and one of these days, maybe Final Fantasy one through six. Who knows? They need to. They need to find that oh, engineer. Boy. Maybe one of these. <laughs> one of these days, middleware and middleware and middleware. They'll make it work. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that was it for the rising. I was a little bummed. Like we haven't gone back to like the the developer floor, like they did. Uh, yeah. In one of the the first few years, I think that was really cool. I think mm-hmm. that would have been a really cool way to do the 10th anniversary um yeah because that's that's my memories of any developer content in any games is old school rpgs and the developer room that you secretly find and you know yeah you'll have a few messages and that that one really that i i, re- I will always remember that one because i was not expecting them to do that in an mmo yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's I, just it's old school i love it yeah i i much prefer that method instead of the like Maybe this letter's from Soken, but I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe he's like the the sound, the theater sound guy or whatever. Whatever the yeah. the note was labeled as, it was a little weird. Like, yeah, it, it like, gives us something just, to speculate about, though. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. only a little bit. Yeah, I like trying to guess who's who, yeah. and I think there's something lovely and transient about that as well, right? Mm. I mean, I can definitely see your 
point on it, Fusion, in that, I mean, yeah, you can just tell us which dev or whoever it <laughs> it's is. It's okay. I mean, you can ruin my immersion. You already are for can, the Rising <laughs> event. Like, it's, you you're already breaking that wall. You could, you could literally sure. put a line in where, you know, the minstrel just says something like, and these strange letters from another time and place <laughs> or, like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I do also kind of like a bit of a sense of the anonymous in a way mm -hmm. almost because even like going through the quest um where you know you're trying to put together who was this person that i met yeah. on my journey who was this particular character who you know what random npc did i save eight years ago mm -hmm. that like would feel compelled to write about how that was so meaningful to them and in a sense, I, I did kind of like the anonymity in that way, because mm -hmm. I think it gives almost a feeling of the same feeling that I get when I listen to flow or I think about like, I don't know, spirits returning to the live stream or like whatever it is right. there. The fact that in our short lives, we may or may not always know or recognize each other. Like we, we may yeah. have known each other very well. We may not. Um, when whatever happens after, you know, we all mm. end up in the same place, but our sentiments and our feelings and the things we leave behind still leave their own mark, be it in the hearts of others or in things like the letters, right? Writing. Did you say that mark is kind of like an echo of, of yourself? Oh, yeah, kind of like a little kind bit. Of yeah, like a little, like a little bit, bit yeah. of an echo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kind of felt like it gave a sense of that almost, yeah. where, you know, it's like people and adventurers or things that you've met along the way, even if you don't realize it. Um, those mm -hmm. who have a hand in the game that you enjoy in the world that you enjoy, even if you may have never really met them. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I could play it. I could see it played off that way too. Yeah. I, just, I just love that and we I, got that deep uh, B name character lore. But they, you know, they, no matter where you start in the game, and then in Shadowbringers, the first oh, person yes. you meet yeah. has a name that starts with a B. And it's like, I gave you a ring, and like I sold a bunch of them, and I have my own carriage now. I'm like, good for you, yeah. B name guy. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I kind of hope we see. Uh, oh my goodness, is his name Nagi the uh, yeah. Mikote from this quest? Like that would be cool. I didn't really care too much about that story, but you can make me care about it if you continue it, right? Mm. Yeah, sure. Somehow, somewhere, uh, rising three time, uh, three years from now, or something. Just bring him go. back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was the rising. Um, we're gonna mm -hmm. just we're just gonna open this this sucker up. Ten years. A Final Fantasy fourteen. Technically, it's ten years. It's thir thirteen, but it's ten. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but it but it's thirteen, and we're fourteen. It's valid for large values of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, just any any favorite memories of just like the game. I uh, one I wanted to share um, that I had kind of pop up on my my timeline because um, mm -hmm. this was at PAX. So for when A Realm Reborn came out, they had a PAX launch event like the the week of official release they had a, i think they had like a bigger early access window uh mm -hmm. for for 2.0 um but one of the things that i remember is before the event uh we collected messages from players and we gave them to yoshida-san uh we like i went i went to like fedex i'm like yo i just want you to print all these like put them in a binder <laughs> and yeah we had like over it was like it was like 1700 messages that we were able to, to yeah. like just thank you messages for you know because this was 2.0 right this was like you brought our game yeah. back to life yay like uh mm. so that was really cool that that pax launch event and i think I, I i've talked about this the last episode uh as well 
it's one of my favorite events I think that I've ever been to for this game. Um, mm. Really small because like at this point they're like we don't know if people are gonna come back to this game, right? Um, and then they were having like login issues because they didn't have enough servers for people to play. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just like a really cool like small scale chill event. This is the one where like Yoshida made fun of me after I fell off uh, while fighting Titan. <laughs> Uh, and then my wife embarrassed me further. Um, just like, <laughs> like we interviewed Yoshida and Soken, yeah. and Soken like in the interview like sang the fate music for the the Hildebrand fate. Like just lots of really stupid like awesome things um, mm -hmm. from this event. And I think I think it's probably going to be for me uh, one of the most memorable things for this game is going to that that PAX launch event for two point I mean it. I, I I could definitely understand that because it was a completely different time in the game's life cycle, right? It was just, it's not, there's nothing wrong with the success that we got. The success is great, but yeah. right after bringing it back to see what happens, right? Like they didn't know, they had no idea and they were just doing it to do it, right? They wanted to follow through and then I'm sure when they got to that event and saw those people that, I'm sure they remember that forever, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so hard just picking and choosing as we were thinking about mm -hmm. what memories we could share. Maybe not in actual letters, but sure. you know, like, but with our words that we write in the air using our vocal cords, <laughs> our voices on the yeah. podcast today. Um, I mean, there are so many memories, big and small. I mean, mm -hmm. you talk about a big event, Fusion, and my mind was immediately going through any number of small interactions that I've had with people over the years. The very first mm -hmm. screenshot sesh that I ever took in the game, like G-Pose sesh, I'm talking. Yeah. Not like, not just the sheer amount of pictures that I was screen capping of my character's face, but an actual sesh. I mm -hmm. remember I was playing with a good friend of mine who to this day is still wonderful. We witnessed their wedding during the pandemic when they came to Chicago and they were like, hey, please, we need somebody to witness us getting married. Mm -hmm. um, we would love for it to be you, but we can't stay apart because at the time they were living between Canada and the US. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them, Isaac, who's also, they're both on my moderation team, but Isaac mm -hmm. was one of the first people that I ran around and played 14 with. And I have just the fondest memories of playing uh, me, Bebop, and Isaac early on. And we were outside of the waking sands from mm -hmm. one of the many times that we pray returned to it. And we were all sitting on like the little ledge right outside of the front door. And I just started taking pictures. And I still have those screenshots to this day of the <laughs> like OG pictures I took. And I remember just feeling so happy, just like so content, all of us just being there together, taking these pictures of these characters and these avatars that we had, you know, um, from that to then like in Heavensward with a friend of mine, we were grinding relics together, scientist who's also on my moderation team. Um, we got so good at Dunscape. <laughs> we would co-heal that sucker and we must have run it a million times. I mean, we would literally, I would do streams, be like, what are you doing? We're running Dunscape. We'd be off stream and be like, hey, what you doing? You want to run Dunscape? <laughs> like, we were just grinding it out for relics, but also because we genuinely enjoyed it and we would co-heal it. And we got so good at just that one ridiculous 24 man. It was so hard on initial release compared to many of the 24 mans. Like, right. yeah. Yeah. wipe on wipe on wipe mm -hmm. on wipe. 
Um, and the sheer amount of times that one of us or the other got to bust out that we have saved the day, we have saved everything, healer limit break. To this day, like, I can still see us in the arena, like, glowing with divine light, that final platform, Diablos having killed everyone. One of us is the last person standing, and we get that limit break off, and we're both, like, yelling in chat about it, like, mm -hmm. over our Discord, and... I mean, it's just so many small memories like that, and of course there are big ones too, but... Oftentimes when I think back on those little small moments in my adventures, it's just little glimpses like that and the feelings that I had with the people that were a part of it at the time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I definitely, you know, I I am kind of on the podcast. I am that Are hard you? raider guy, <laughs> right? I don't care about the game. That's not actually true. It, I, I feel like it, I, I may convey that from time to time. It's true. I love raider. Uh, but I think... The big memory that I remember the most is not even getting to go to the media tour, because that was very cool. Getting to go to it twice, I think. Yes. Yeah. It was afterwards, because I went to the media tour. We have some time. There's usually a, you know, a time between when we go and when we can put out the articles. And uh, I had gone on a trip, and I came back, and I was like, oh, man, I have to go through every job now. I, I do and write remember down that. all the yeah. things. And my goodness, I was up for 24 hours because I had landed and, uh, you know, like we could post the next day. And I'm like, I got so many things to do. And I remember Zen was um, putting together kind of the um, the graphics of all the tooltips and things like that. And I just remember going through and trying to remember all of the things that I had seen and all the notes that I had, all the stuff that I knew people would be excited about and the stuff that I knew that they wouldn't. Um, and, and trying to get that together. And then I think I, I was like, okay, it's done. Here you go. Here's all of it. And I crashed super hard. And then I woke up 15 minutes later, looked at my phone, and there was some question. I remember, I don't remember what the heck it was. And I just answered it and fell right back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what the heck it was. Like It was like, oh, no, we need them for something. I woke up, I answered it, I went back to sleep, and when I had woken back up, um, you know, they had already gone live, and I remember Fusion, you were like, people are reading the hell out of this. Like, and I think that may have been, like, the second, the, maybe, it was the first time I did it, but I don't know how many times there was, like, coverage for every single job in depth like that, and it was just so fun reading people's responses, like, oh, yeah, that's right, or oh, you, you messed that up from the tooltip. And I'm like, it's in progress. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, trying to do that. Because that is how I got started in MMOs. Uh, not writing guides, but writing guides for my team in WoW. Um, back in the Elitist Jerks days, I would go. I, oh, that, that form. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and I mean, the director of WoW was just on Elitist Jerks. He was in that guild. You know what I mean? Like that... That is where it came from. And I just remember going there, learning how every class played, and making a guide for it. Like, these are things to watch out for. And I, I just remember going, man, I do actually miss doing this. But maybe not at that timeline. Maybe not with that timeline. <laughs> oh, me That was tour. insane. Oh, Fusion and I were talking about this actually when I was out visiting. I did my first media tour leading up into Endwalker, so mm -hmm. you both have been, you know, 
at them mm-hmm. for years now, but the very first one that I was invited to was that Endwalker Media Tour, which I mean, is like a wild banger to to be invited yeah. to. Although, of course, it was during the pandemic. So uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't one of the ones we were able to attend. Back in yeah, our like, day, they did these in person. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm really hoping that, you know, this next one will be in person um, mm-hmm. and that theoretically we'll all be invited back to it. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I truly, and I said this effusion and I stand by it, I think it is the most grueling and rewarding yes. thing yeah. ever in any of content creation that I've done because... Mm-hmm. You have, for those who don't know, when you're a part of the media tour, which is basically when Square Enix invites various media outlets and content creators to get a bit of a controlled preview of what's coming up with the expansion, you then have two weeks to turn around and do all of that and disseminate all of the hours of footage that you clocked in in a marathon Mm -hmm. to try and break it all apart, to write scripts, to record things. If you're a content creator in particular, if you are editing videos, if you are doing, you know, I was working with a team of multiple editors and had like 50 spreadsheets that were just Mm -hmm. like, we're on phase this of this. This is complete. I did that. This script is done. Audio recordings are here. This is here. This is that. And even with both of you, where I was so grateful because the Gamerscape fam was there too, where like everybody, not just even Gamerscape, but everybody's trading stuff. Like, did you get a screenshot of X? Did you see this? What did Mm -hmm. you find? Do you have any extra footage? Would you mind sharing it? I'll give you credit. Do you like, Yeah. and it is just, I mean, talk about no sleep, Aldi, you know, I have never worked such long hours. Like, I usually do spend a lot of the hours of my day doing something for creation, adjacent to creation, whatever it is, social media, anything, um, live streaming itself. But I was like literally waking up. All I would do the entire day for like 12 plus hours was just that media tour. Then I'd get a handful of hours of sleep. Then the whole thing would repeat those last couple days. I barely slept the night of, I didn't sleep because we knew the embargo is lifting at Mm -hmm. X time. Everybody's staying up to make sure that all the videos, all the tweets, everything goes out on time. Everything is ready. And that feeling at the end of it, when you see it all go up and you're just like, and now I sleep (laughs) and now I die. (laughs) Like, it's just, yeah. And I mean, you know, talking about like sharing stuff. And I mean, this, this time around too, I mean, there was the the benefit too, a little behind the scenes stuff. Um, Yes. In early um, media tours, I think this started with, Gosh, because the one the one for ARR was was vastly different, um, <laughs> but probably like Heaven's, sure, yeah. Heaven's Word or Stormblood um, is when everyone's like, we're just going to take pictures of all the tooltips, mm-hmm. all the traits, all the everything, and so that was the a lot of the behinds. Like, shoot, I forgot, to, I did, I missed a screenshot of like yep. provoke. Did they change provoke? Does anybody have a <laughs> screenshot of the tooltip for provoke? Um, <laughs> And it's just like really crazy, wild little things like that. Um, yeah, that was just really funny. But yeah, I mean, gosh, the the two media tour. I remember getting flown out to San Francisco for that. <laughs> it's this is this is kind of gross, but this is this is something that does stand out for for me as something memorable. Uh-huh. I remember at the time, um, gosh, who was the president of SEA? I think it was like Mike Fisher. 
Um, he also had like a cameo in that. There was a that weird was it Quantum Shift game or something that came out. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I remember okay. on on Facebook following some of the community team people. Someone's like, "Man, like we were walking down and there's just like this big old pile of dog poop, like just right on the sidewalk." And the the president of Square Enix was like, "That wasn't from a dog." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know why yeah. that's the thing that stands out the most. Um. But it was it was a cool little venue. It was just like this, this really small venue. They had like a meeting room, and then they had a station with four PCs. And it's like we would mm. we would we ran like Toto Rack. Like the the community team members are like <laughs> playing. And like it was yeah. Like it was like Fox Clan was playing. Um, I think Beth. This is when Bethany was still at Square. She's uh mm. she's, she's at Blizzard doing well now. Um, cool. But uh, yeah, it was just it was a really it was a really cool little event. I mean, I remember like nowhere near the amount of like you know we we didn't record footage, but I I took notes. Mm-hmm. I'm like we're walking around like Lenosia. I'm like, oh, the Salt Strand. This is a cool looking thing. I'm like making a note <laughs> about the Salt Strand being cool, and it's like it's just like it's whatever. Like they there might have been a couple yeah. quests that go there, but it like wasn't anything. You know, it's just like the idea of like with 2.0. There's like cool little things to see sprinkled around like oh what is this i'm like oh we mm. can as a as, as a botanist i can attack things with my axe now instead of throwing <laughs> rocks <laughs> like just the, just stuff like that um, right and trying to collect it all to to disseminate to people like that to me is i don't know that's 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 the job right but it's also mm. a privilege because you get to go to the place but it, it just it kind of reinforces the whole uh, meta conceit of this game, right? Like you got sure. to see it. You are dissem- you are distilling it and then disseminating it to people so that they can get hype or you know discuss what whatever. Yeah, it might not be that hype, but I don't know. There's just it, that feeling just really reinforces the themes of the game, you know, and the fact that it's a lot of work doesn't even matter at that point. <laughs> Like right. doesn't even yeah. matter. I mean, it, it's 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 like work is work, right? But if it's yeah. something that you enjoy doing, mm-hmm. then it that's that's a little different. Like um, I know Heaven's Word Media Tour. We they only did what like so t- typically now, right? Mm-hmm. They'll do a media tour for NA, EU, and JP. Um, mm-hmm. For Heaven's Word, I think it was like they did one, and it was in a castle somewhere in France. <laughs> Uh, so we yes, did, please. Would love yeah. to right? that. like that's really they they were actually going to do a live letter from there, but like they couldn't get a good signal, so they had to like go into town <laughs> to like do the live letter. Um, but then we did we did Stormblood, and I you know it's when when Rook was in town for PAX, I was actually showing her I still have the printouts they let us keep of yeah the job gauges when job gauges were like this new mm-hmm. thing, um, and yeah, it's just it's wild looking back at some of that stuff to see how things have changed and and the way that yeah coverage has changed because like during you know the 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 first two media tours um I, they didn't let us take footage right and as soon as you're like all right we'll let you take some video or or screenshots it just yep. the whole thing blew Explode. up and everything is yeah it, everything is getting like a magnifying glass put on it with like a microscope right. on top of the magnifying glass so they yeah, yeah it's just it's wild um so those those have always been really cool um events to go to i still remember the uh the i think it was the one for Shadowbringers 
where we went in for the, mm-hmm. the you know, we're, we're like, oh, okay, this expansion, it's focusing on, like, how the light is, like, taking over and all this stuff. And we go into <laughs> yeah. the room where they're doing the interviews, and the, the one window, even though the curtains are closed, just this light is just beaming in. Yeah. I'm like, very on brand, nicely done. <laughs> yeah, and since it was in San Francisco, there was just the perennial fog, so the whole sky was just light at that yeah. point. There's no sun in any direction. It's just light from the, the from the sky. That's it. Yeah. And so then, yeah, and, that's why that. And then and then Shadowbringers so comes out, and you play it, and you realize they kind of dressed up the venue like the strip club in Yulemore. <laughs> yeah, which was a little weird. <laughs> okay. But, okay. I'm more. Right. That's. Fine. I mean, it's a party. Yeah, you know? it's a party. Why not yeah. go for it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are so many great in-person or like live event things with 14 and with fan fest and with media tours but i'm curious what are some of both of your favorite memories in game that you've made in the last 10 years gotta be the one that stands out to me is older than 10 years old because it was the end of 1.0 um and i i don't know i've talked about it a whole lot i played 1.0 uh i did not enjoy it at the very beginning i was in the beta i was like okay this could be good no i was in the alpha then the beta Mm -hmm. and then it started and i was like okay here we go it's gonna be great and it that lasted a week and a half and then i went nope not not gonna (laughs) play this game um but you know my partner started to play mostly to rp because that was mostly all you had to do you had to make Uh, your own fun back then yeah and i was a little bit i wouldn't say upset at that, but I was like, man, this game, I can't get away from it because now people are playing it and now I got to hear about it and it still isn't better. What are they even going to do? And, you know, they start to talk about what they're going to do to fix it, the change in direction and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I still don't believe it. Um, it wasn't until that night of the Battle of Cartano, which is weird to say because it feels like it was a, a real life thing to happen, right? Right. <laughs> I remember say staying one. up the during Battle the Battle of, of Cartano. Yeah. Um, but myself, my partner, uh, Zanidra, and a couple other people who we know online were in one place to see it. We were in her apartment at the time. And I remember all of us watching it together on one screen that someone, you know, was playing on, like, probably a CRT monitor uh, with, with speakers with the music out. And at the end of that cutscene with Louis Swab, you know, fading to white, I'm like, holy, what? <laughs> they actually did it. They are actually doing this. Not since, this is very old, a very old memory, but it's a fun one. The Matrix Online. Is a very oh, old yes. Yes. It didn't do very well. Which but is a bummer because the they the tried beta. some baller things yeah. in that game, like <laughs> really cool like stuff. NPCs controlled by actual people. Yep, like they tried some really cool things in that game. Yeah, the end of the beta I will never forget because it was an event. They were like, "We're destroying this version of the Matrix and starting another one," uh, and like things went wild. The sky was just eyeballs, and like every once in a while, a, a pillar of light would fall on a character, and they would be attacked by the machines. Like, all of the agents. And when they died, they turned into an agent. So everyone who's playing right now has to deal with this. So you're running around trying to save each other. You're going to die. That's it, right? At the very end, they had a actual animation that they made where your character folds in on itself. Like, you just get imploded, and then server turns off. 
That's so cool. And I will never forget that night because I'm like, holy crap, what? What's going to happen next? Like, I guess when the game comes out, it's going to be different. But same energy as that night, the Battle of Cardano fades to white, and then it's just Final Fantasy fourteen screen. Like, what the heck the, are they even? The lag do? and the frame rate were probably a little better in the Matrix Online <laughs> yeah, than, than the Battle. Yeah, only the, a little. It bit. was it was chugging <laughs> that night. Yeah, it was. Oh my! I goodness. would just lose it if they yeah. ever did something like that again right. not even that it would have to be a full-on mm -hmm. you know we're completely scrapping the game starting over sort of situation right. but to have something like that where they indicate you know something's coming and then there is some moment where it's like over the course of a week or whatever, they have like different nights or it's it's so hard to be like there could only be one night. And then if you didn't experience it, you didn't experience it. But yeah, 14 is one of those games where the story and everything else is so good that if they were to do something like that, if they were to have some kind of situation where like for a day everybody had to come together again or if mm. they had a couple multiple times over like a week that this thing would happen and everybody got to witness something again and like they could preemptively plan a way so that other players could experience it or have a video of it or something of it you know down mm -hmm. the road yeah. but to have that kind of live interaction event again where everybody has a reason to come together and experiences it together Oh, it would be so good. I would have. I would just be. I would have chills. I would just become yeah. chills. It would be yeah, incredible. I mean, that's why I remember. I will never forget. Wow, some moments in Wow, the opening the gates of Encourage, like the first day of <laughs> Next Ram. I mean, the the plague that actually happened and killed a bunch of people. <laughs> I mean, like those events really. I, it, it's hard to do, and there's a lot of FOMO. And especially nowadays, they would be accused of fostering FOMO and this and that. Like, if I wasn't subscribed, then I'll never see it again. And I understand that. And I, I definitely empathize with that. But yeah. those events are, you you will never forget them. Ever. Yeah. I mean, They're so impactful. It's, it's, it was so wild. I mean, I remember that that night, right? The Battle of Cartno, where everyone's mm -hmm. like, where do we go? Because there's also the stuff happening in Uldal with, like, just right. monsters attacking and every, like, you could, like, Matomos. go to bed at the inn. And then, like, wake up with a relic that you found under the bed because we're not saving character yeah. data anymore. Here's a relic weapon, which back then were harder to get. Um, yeah. And it's well, especially just like, harder we, than now. Yeah. I mean, we had Atomos <laughs> yep. showing up at Aetherites. Like, what is happening? Like, yeah. things were just going nuts. You had, uh, like, GM controlled NPCs walking around saying the end yep. is near. Um, and then you get to that, that point where the servers go down, and then you see that video and you see Bahamut. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so wild looking back. I had no idea. We, they gave us hints, but yeah. we we didn't see them, right? Because everything is just crazy. It's the end of the world, whatever. But then you just see this thing. You're just like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just it's it was it was yeah. It's it's hard because especially nowadays, and I, you know, and I'm and I'm a big advocate too. Like FOMO sucks. Like it's it's not yeah. something you want in your games. A lot of this is because I do play a lot of Destiny 2 when I have time. Uh -huh. um, and they uh -huh. have done similar things as well. Like, um, a couple years ago, there was, like, this giant spaceship that was in the original D2 campaign. Right. And it was, like, going to crash into the Earth. And some stuff happened. You were able to kind of, like, misdirect it a little bit, but it still crashed. But, like, you could go into the, like, the hub for, for Destiny 2 and watch 
as it mm-hmm. came down. Like stuff like that is so cool. Um, but it's yeah, I don't, I don't. There's, there's got to be a way to do it. I think, mm-hmm. I think, do like a have it be like a seasonal event type of of thing, maybe where mm-hmm. say you know it goes live with this. You do the thing, you get a cutscene, um, and it's it's they'd have to do it in a way where it doesn't like download the data right because everybody's gonna dap mine the hell out of that oh yes um, you know i remember yeah. you know they got furious when people dap mined um when the uh the turn 12 cutscene came out um people dat oh, mined yeah. that and put that sucker up like immediately and it was getting taken down left and right on youtube mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean you know yeah. just do like a stream for it or something like feed it through the the client like i think i think that's how they did the end of an era was it was it or did was it yeah. just on YouTube after? I forget. Oh, I know. I, I remember it playing. I I remember going back and like rewatching it. So it must have been on YouTube like yeah. right away as well. Yeah, I think it was right away in their yeah. in their normal way now. Yeah, yeah. W- you know, with like um, uh, trailers and such. Mm. Yeah, it would like be, you'll it would see be, it yeah. immediately at FanFest. And- I think be- there's a way they could do it, even yeah. if like. You just had some kind of small solo instance thing that conveyed the same point that then led to like the cutscene mm-hmm. that players yeah. after the fact could see. But if you were like there in the game at the time that it was happening, you would have all those other interactive things going on. You'd have, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, stuff or things that were popping up, additional events, stuff that you could do. So like you would still get a summarized version of it, but mm-hmm. you would then also be able to have had that experience. Um, I will. I do think of something that comes to mind about mm-hmm. that experience because I wasn't there, obviously, for that destruction yeah. since I came in um, later, since I came in Heavensward era. But one thing that has given me a similar feeling was watching Teams Prog DSR and sure, DSR yeah. Ultimate. Yeah. Because since that's sort of in its own bubble, right, and it's its own thing, they were able to do this totally buck wild alternate telling of time right watching all of the players puzzle it out being Mm -hmm. there with the commentators discussing what was happening trying to theorize about what if what if what if and that moment when we saw and we realized you do have to save horshafont you have to save him or you time loop forever is something that i think gave me a very similar feeling to that like Mm -hmm. this was a wild reveal shared experience that everybody kind of collectively from those who were live on the broadcast watching it to all of the ripple effect through social media and everything else that we saw after that that was probably one of the biggest moments collectively of a kind of reveal thing that i've experienced in 14 you know, other than just an expansion drop or right. uh, sure. possibly only rivaled by the reveal of Amarat in Shadowbringers sure. yeah. oh, as God. like, as everybody experienced that yeah. together. And at that time I was, you know, there with friends and I was there with mm-hmm. Bebop, my partner. And when we first were like really discovering this, that was another moment that I really remember being like a, holy, this yeah. changes everything. I, I, I am embarrassed that I yeah. had forgotten about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> aside from, like, the 1.0 stuff, yeah, I mean, the Amarat reveal, right? It's just, you come sure. out, there's the ledge, it's just full-ass city underwater. You're like, what? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm over here with, like, my colored bulbs, and, like, okay, we'll get some, like, 
some like green, some turquoise, some blue over here. <laughs> I'm like totally like I I would like just push a button. I had a I had a light theme named Amarot. I would just like <laughs> crank up full fathom five and just like chill. Like that was like a lot of my my Shadowbringers time. Um, and you know, oh go ahead. No, I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we've had a lot of those moments in this game. You know, Amarat, Chorus, End of an Era. But you know, even stuff like um, Elidibus and 5.3, right? Yeah. Like, just those reveals and the culminating moment. The end of Shadowbringers at all, right? Uh, the reveals that we got, because even though we're not doing it at exactly the same time, since we're doing it kind of in eras, like we all feel that, like yeah. we all felt in Walker at the same time. Maybe different paces, but it's just that that finality. Because this game is not quite seasonal, it's not at all. But because of the release cadence and the way people are pushed through the game, and everyone wants to do the story, they have a unique kind of experience in that way. That. WoW's trying to emulate now, and they're doing a good job of that. They're getting better at it, at the very least, but it's very, very hard to do. And, you know, as you said, Fusion Destiny also did something like that. And I, I really think that's that gives you so much juice in, a, in an online game where everyone's experiencing the same thing, and you yeah. just give them something they didn't well, think and, about. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And, and I think it's interesting, too, that, you know, you, you mentioned that it's not seasonal, but... I yeah. think, at least from a narrative perspective, while there are people that will come in late, I think, right, mm -hmm. there, I think, absolutely is that idea of, like, new patch drops, new season dropped, everybody's going to just gun yeah. it, and, like, that week, get it done. Um, mm -hmm. it, it almost feels like it could be played in a seasonal type of way, right? Right. Um, but, gosh, I still I still remember the, the patch trailer for 5.3. Because um, mm. we also had... Um, I think Boja was was we were still doing Boja. like the Boja stuff, but I remember Heroes Gauntlet. We were like, in, "What the heck is this?" In the trailer when they, because like trailers are always fun because it's like you get a couple scenes, but then you also are like, "Here's some of the new music," and they mm -hmm. did a clip of "To the Edge," and I remember watching this trailer several times, and I'm like, "I've heard this melody before. What is this melody?" I'm like, "That's Amarat." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, they rearranged this, did some rock, and added lyrics. Like, sign me yeah. the hell up! Like, oh my gosh! And then you yeah. learn at that that fan fest afterwards what Sokin was going through when yes. he was working on that, and it just compounds it even more. I think still to this day, and I, it's it's gonna be really hard to top. To the edge is my favorite mm -hmm. track from this game, for just I mean, reason upon reason. Yeah. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. I mean, I, you all know, I'm an Answers fan. I, that song <laughs> yeah. never fails to get me. Um, mm -hmm. I literally have just been idling during the rising that's been going on just there in the plaza because there's that haunting version of the, like, mm -hmm. of Answers that plays. Do you, do you know how that yeah. was originally used? It was used in the final moments, right? Like in the the like just impending everywhere you went, that was the music. There was no more <laughs> like happy twilight over Thanalan. It was just that everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so mm -hmm. cool. I one mean, of, I just love it. One of the things but, too that I, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. 
Oh, I was just saying, I think the music is in many ways its own memory yeah. in 14. Like when you first experienced it, I will never forget the first time you hear that now fall. Like every, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just ingrained. It is ingrained. And when we were, I think, going through for the first time with the story stuff with Alexander, I remember for so long people would just like, I don't know, I'd be like hanging out with people in voice or whatever, and I'd hear the forward and back of the fall. Oh my god. And I was god. like, what are you all doing? And then we finally <laughs> got into Alexander and I was over there pulling out my trumpet like bah, 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 bah. I was <laughs> like, I was on yeah. Cruise Chaser for like months. So sure, like yeah. I love that song, but also like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't want want to go forward and back not, through this not, phase not, again? Not as over much and over as, again? as you may may think after trying to prog that song. <laughs> but like um, yeah. With the the rising event this year, um, with the uh, the Louis Swa quest in particular, you go around all the mm-hmm. grand companies, and when you talk to the NPCs, they play yeah. the 1.0 music from each area. Um, the oh man, I used to know the name of the one in Gridania. Um, I one of it. That. It is one of my favorite 1.0 tracks. It's like the the Gridania music. The not not the original like boring like Emerald Labyrinth <laughs> one. It's the one that they added in later. Like that, the Corthus mm. music, like my favorite 1.0 tracks. But yeah, they they play that track, and I'm just like, oh, you need to use this more, like because they don't really use that. This this was a track Fair, yeah. they added with the patch when they added dungeons. We didn't have dungeons, and so yep. they added this, and there we got to a point where, like as you're going out to it, where the music switches to this newer track, and I just remember doing hearing it for the first time, like, ooh, like this is. Yeah. I like this. I can't. I don't know if it was soaking. It might have been Kumi Tanioka because mm. they had a couple other people working on some stuff. But yeah, it's just I love that track, and I'm so glad they brought it back. But I'm like, also use this more. Like they've reused the Corthus 1.0 music a lot in cutscenes. Um, I think starting yeah. in like Stormblood, they they started using it a lot. Um, but you don't get that 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 1.2 or whatever Gridania music, yeah, or the Black Shroud music. Yeah, bring use that more. Yeah. Like it's it's so good. Um, I started in Gridanian one point funnily enough, and I'm like, I kind of remember, uh, but I didn't play until Dungeons came out. Like I said, I bounced right off. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 such a, a nice track. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, other things. I mean, first fan fest is always like right. It's the first, but sure. also Heaven's Word as a as a one point player. Yeah. Um, because for for all of 1.0, we're going, we're walking around Corthus like this big beautiful green area, which which we need bring back no snow Corthus Square if you're listening, <laughs> please please and thank you. Yeah. Um. We we got there's more areas to Corthus that are still around, right? Surely one of them isn't covered in snow. Bring back the music. Anyway. Um. But yeah, we're you know the the areas in 1.0 were huge, right? Because they weren't sectioned off like they are now. They're like we're gonna make mm-hmm. giant ass zones, and then we'll have like little loading corridors. So it's like you'll yeah. go from one part of the map to another, and it's just like this little narrow like canyon, and then it's technically the same zone but a different zone. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, all throughout 1.0, we're like, there's Ishgard. What is Ishgard? Right What's there. it gonna be? I mean, from an 11 point of view, we're like, is that our Juno? Is that gonna yeah, be like the sure. new hub for all the cities? Like, what? What's going on? Um, and then we never got to it. And so that Heaven's Word, where it's like, okay, it's all snowy, and then you see the Gates of Judgment. It's just like, like just <laughs> finally, um, like that was really cool. Which, and then you know, by comparison, Alamigo was just like, all right, all right, you 
you, you yeah. tried, I guess. I, I was going to mention that, too. Yeah. Because I knew a lot of people who were super excited to go into Alamigo. And we're like, oh, it's going to be just like the Gates of Judgment. It's going to be, like, so hype. And then it just, it just wasn't. But I, I think, and I, I've... I've I've said this yeah. before too. I think the way that that Stormblood was handled, right, with with a Realm Reborn, and and I don't mm-hmm. mean this right in any kind of negative context to the 1.0 dev team, right? But sure. with like ARR, it's like okay, we gotta like f- fix this and get it up to snuff, right? With 3.0, it's we need to. We're still attached to this mm-hmm. original base that we worked off of, right? So what was something that players were big air quotes promised right ishgard we'll yeah. go to ishgard next but then i think by the time they got around to stormblood and and i this this could be just in my head it could be an actual mm-hmm. thing i i i see it as yoshida being like okay we're starting to do this like i also kind of want to do like my own thing though and so i mm-hmm. think that's why we had that weird split where it's like alamigo was the next like this is what 1.0 players expect but also, like, we need to do something new. I would like to try mm-hmm. and do something that's a little more me versus, like, continuing what 1.0 was. And then we got right. the, far, the Far East. We got Kugane. I, I feel like maybe that's, that's how that played out. But I, I could be wrong. That's so interesting to me because I've always gotten the impression that it's almost the reverse. Mm. That, mm. like, Yoshida-san knew that so many people wanted to go to a version of the Far East in Final sure. Fantasy fourteen. And almost felt like that was more the side that was appealing to player See, desire. Okay. Um, in like a lot of the stuff that he's talked about. And yet, I think between the two, it was the better done region. Yeah, and I agree. F- for all that Stormblood, I mean, we talked about it in our full on journey through the 10 year anniversary, every single expansion series of podcasts that we did. Right. So if anybody's just listening now and yes, you want we to have talked more at meticulous, oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> you want to hear more of like an actual 10 year retrospective, breaking down each of the expansions and things that happened at various eras in the game and development and stuff that changed and all kinds of stuff. Go look for those because we're just doing more of a general jaunt down memory lane, kind of reminiscing mm. today. But for all that, Alamigo wasn't really the pinnacle pinnacle that I hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. Stormblood still has a lot of fond memories for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just setting out that first day. I remember my first few steps into the world, exploring, running into like different people. I will forever remember, although this was at the time frustrating, but has become mm-hmm. something that is like a shared meme experience. Raubon Extreme. Oh, yes. I'll remember like, yeah, you know, not that, being able to get through mm-hmm. that. And having to navigate the lines with players as queues were forming and people were trying to, like, teach each other, like, yes, we'll make a queue and then you go hold and then you go and this will totally work. And then people were dragging all of those monsters from, is it the fate or whatever over there on top of the line? Having to go through that, eventually giving up at one point to just mm. go fate farm with some friends because that was also when they had introduced some of the first time those like bonus fates. Yeah. If a bonus enemy shows up, you get that yeah. bonus experience. Or, or mm-hmm. you have like the one friend that like got through it like day one super early and now they have flying access. So it's like, I'll show you the rest of the zone. Hop on my two seater <laughs> yeah. mount and I'll take you over the canyon. Yeah. Yep. Stormblood had a lot of good memories, and Mm -hmm. I will always remember wandering Kugane for the first time, because that city is so beautiful, and all the little hidden bits and pieces of it are just gorgeous. Jump puzzles were a thing in Stormblood. (laughs) Jump puzzles became a thing, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, as well as the step. I mean, that zone left a huge mm-hmm. impression. Um, mm. All of the story there is just so well done. And that like initial reveal, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but as you like come out of the camp and you go up the hill for your first sighting of Hien, the way the music shifts as you cross mm-hmm. the boundary, that look over the plains, as well as everything coming off of that, um, the competition, the dungeon that you do, all the different characters there. Um, yeah, like a lot of good memories in Stormblood. And I think, funnily enough for me, Stormblood was the last expansion that I just played for me. And I didn't actually mm. end up doing any live streaming of it or mm. recording of it. And so I think in a lot of ways, too, that was a very different experience. Because now for for expansion releases, I hold myself up to record all of my reactions for YouTube. And I I don't, like, you know, Bebop isn't in here with me. I don't oftentimes, like, group with a bunch of people because it's kind of chaos. And I'm not having everybody on mics. And I take a really long time, as you all know, like, talking mm-hmm. about the moments and my feelings and lore stuff and this thing and that thing. And it really slows down other people's experience. So anymore, it's just me. But Stormblood really felt like a time when... Like, so many of us were setting out on New Horizons and um, starting it. So even though it was bumpier and there were parts of it that weren't as good, um, perhaps narratively from that perspective, I still have a lot of fond memories of just the Mm -hmm. time spent going through that and exploring it with folks. You mentioned Hien's music. And yeah, Mm -hmm. getting up that hill and and hearing that track from Final Fantasy VI for Cyan, I just, and I was like, it's Doma, it's this. Um, what, what is, what is the rest of the story going to even be like? And then I think about it and I'm like, right. The Gestalian empire, the Garlean empire. Like, how have I not seen that Doma would be straight up? You know what I mean? Like it just, it put it all together and it just recontextualized that introduction Mm -hmm. and the step itself to me. And I mean, I was hyped about Stormblood for Red Mage and I still do like it. I just don't mean it. Uh, but yeah, Stormblood. And then we said it, you know, we, we went into the details, but Stormblood is basically that hitting the stride expansion, but yeah. you kind of, you know, you don't put the power in there. It just feels like th- there wasn't the power of a Shadowbringers or a Heavensward. It was that kind of keeping step to then plant and hit you with Shadowbringers, but if we didn't have it, Shadowbringers wouldn't have hit as hard, I don't believe. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Shadowbringers had so many of those moments. Oh like, yeah, there's too many, <laughs> too too many. Oh, I, setting foot on the first for the first time that like strange alien inversion. The, I mean, of the color. fact that we even went yeah. to the first. I mean, I remember when I that know. was announced, and I'm uh-huh. like, but but New World and Marisidia <laughs> and Ilsebar, like we're going to another thing. <laughs> like why? We went. We, we went. Yeah, we did, and they had I, an underwater city, and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, Good I mean, time. it's incredible. I, as I think back, I didn't start raiding until mm-hmm. Stormblood. Yeah, yeah, I started in the Eden raids. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of good memories with that, too. And, you know, with you, Al, you know, it's Zidija when we were prog mm-hmm. and stuff and, you know, pushing through. I feel like I learned so much in that time about raiding. Even before that, when some of us were just, like, YOLOing, trying to go in as a group, the ridiculous calls, the ridiculous mm-hmm. little, like, I don't even know why, for some reason, in the painting one, we had a call mm-hmm. for Bebop. I could not tell you where this joke came from. 
because it was so many weird convoluted steps. Oh, yeah. But when Bebop would have to um, take one of the, the big, like the off tank would soak this big thing during the painting fight. Mm -hmm. um, and every single time somebody would just call out, Bebop, become the little mermaid. <laughs> like, to this day, when I look at I can't tell you why. I don't know if it was supposed to be because, like, you know how, like, the little mermaid rises up out of the water and she's mm -hmm. on the rock and she, like, throws her yeah. hair back and she's, like, this lone figure. I Maybe it came from that. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But okay. it's so many of those silly little things. It's, like, showing up on the raid nights that we would do with our group where everybody would just be wearing something really dumb or, like, mm -hmm. wearing nothing. Yeah. Or, like, you know, doing squats on top of each other while we wait for a raid explanation to finish up. Or, or, you, <laughs> or you you rename a weird Latin, like, named attack oh, into sure. something like, uh, gosh, what was this? I think it was uh, Emerald Weapon. I forget what the actual attack is called, but we called it Lego mm -hmm. Pharmacist. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just, it kind of looks Lego, Lego Pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I love that. Those are the reasons why I love raiding, right? Like, uh, the things that you have to do for your team that nobody does, right? You know, there are the accepted strats, the best, the most optimal. Nowadays, that's basically the only way that you're going to get to do them because not doing them feels bad, which is a problem. That's one of the things that I will always remember about Stormblood and Heaven's Word. And Shadowbringers is where it started to, to pivot. That recovery felt really good because you weren't really blocked by anything. It's like everybody's on different timers anyway. It'll it'll mm. be fun. And those are some of my favorite moments in raiding when everything has gone to crap. I don't know why. I just everything's gone to shit. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna actually curse. I'm an adult. Just, just <laughs> say how you feel, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, everything's gone to shit, and someone does something, and you're like, holy! How did you? That's not even, okay, great, we're going to keep going, right? Mm -hmm. Not like, you know, limit break moments, but like a clutch res right before this mechanic. Uh, in the right place, right? Uh, oh, you don't have to move, you're already there. Or, ah, crap, the tank died. Well, someone's going to get this tank buster. You survive? How? All right, we'll keep going, you know? Those sorts of things. And I don't know, back then it just, it felt better because then you were back to what you were doing and you weren't, now unaligned from everyone else mm -hmm. um which is weird when you think about it but yeah those moments are what i will always remember the clutch limit breaks the the uh ah this person's not in the right place i'll just adjust like because that's what it's about it's about adjusting and getting through it with your friends and your eccentric raid calls mm -hmm. uh, we've blessed the rains down in africa for many many <laughs> many expansions now uh, I, I think it started with first Leviathan, but it came back in second Leviathan, <laughs> right? Um, but those things are really what make raiding special. And yeah, I, I, right now I just feel like there's a bunch of friction, at least for me to feel those. But I remember how much fun those have been for me. And that's why I keep trying to rekindle that. Yeah, yeah. That was a summoner joke. Whoops. Well done. I, I do see. I, I caught that. I appreciate uh -huh. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Thank you for the summer joke. Thank you for the summer <laughs> joke. I mean, yeah, it's absolutely why you raid, right? Literally, right now, as I look, Chris, in my current raid group, 
Uh-huh. We have, we do have um, for P10S a call for the tank towers, which started out for some reason as meat towers. I'll leave that to your imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but fine. given some of the recent comedy and memery, um, not at all definitely as well encouraged by Ben Starr uh, on Twitter mm. for the 19 inches of Venom figurine. Oh, sure. To get yeah. your minds out of the gutter. Um, they are now called Venom Towers. <laughs> they stand proud and tall. <laughs> and we wipe unless they're called by their appropriate name. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's little things like that. It's the banter. It's that moment of victory. It's that mm-hmm. even though we're slogging it out and there are times where you're just like, oh, can we please just be done with this? Mm-hmm. Just knowing you're all coming together and you're all trying to do something. I mean, from the first X I ever did, Titan X, to mm-hmm. now, to doing other stuff and dabbling a little bit here or there in Ultimate. I mean, it's still one of those things that can be so fun to just do with a group. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And role playing is also fun to do with the group. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've been, yeah. I've been biding my time waiting. Yeah. Just pound. Role play. <laughs> role play. Nobody I mean, saw honestly, it coming. Uh-huh. My, my favorite memories in game have a lot to do with role play. I'm in a role play mm-hmm. campaign right now that's been wonderful. I have incredible RP partners that I've met that are good friends and taking adventures with them and writing things. It adds so many layers. We're doing a playthrough right now um, of the whole game and like role playing our way through it and adding in mm. little scenes here or there for, you know, our head cannons with our particular kind of heroes and sort of mm-hmm. shared warrior of light kind of thing. And those those ways that like the player base and that, you know, people who have any kind of creative connection to the game, even just hearing about other people's mm-hmm. perceptions of their warrior of light, what they're role playing, what things they're expanding on in the lore. Mm-hmm. It gets me so excited for the game. And a lot of my most treasured memories are from events like that. Some of them serious, some of them funny. Um, some of them just really chill nights where we're just doing like a cozy RP. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in that way, it's almost like taking on another life on top of mm-hmm. that life that you have from the narrative in the game and the life that we have IRL, but like bringing something to life together in game, which is really precious too. I remember right. one of the, one of the first okay. times me and Rook did something together. We went to like Sly's, was it, was it a birthday party? Right. It was, yeah. And I just remember sending her a tell and I was like, Rook, I can't dye my clothes on this character. <laughs> Cause Sly's all about, you know, wear blue. I'm like, yeah, I have dye. But I can't do it. Can you dye yeah. my clothes for me? Fusion's just passing me his clothes. I'm taking the dye, dye. There's just like this naked, naked alt, alt just standing there, just waiting yeah. for his clothes to be dyed. See, I had the opposite problem. I could dye, but I didn't have the dye. Yeah. So Somebody we... came down the line, though, and was like, Does anyone need dye? I was like, Yes. <laughs> they could have offered a service. I would have given him the like 50 gil that you start the game with. If yeah. <laughs> They would have had a racket going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't RP in game. I haven't since eleven, probably. But RP for me is tabletop. Um, yeah. that's my preferred place to RP. And you know, for the show, I remember I don't even remember how the idea got started for the first edition game. Um I don't know who said it. Maybe it was like, mm. oh, well, there's nothing to do in the game right now. So what can we do? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I could do that. Or, or it, like it was in the zeitgeist for some reason, maybe critical yeah. role or something else. And I just remember going, OK, what the heck am I going to even do? All right. Well, I'll just, you know, play the game, uh, do this and then 
we were in Shadowbringers, and I just thought about the experience of someone who lived on the first in the whirlwind that is Shadowbringers. Like within, I don't know, a month, your your whole life completely changed. Like uh, there's night now. I that's only something I've ever heard of. You know, like uh, there's a warrior of what now? Yomor is attacking whom? Why is this going on? Like, why has the world gone crazy? And then the hero's gauntlet and 5-3? Those people have gone through a lot. And I thought, man, it would be fun to see that first person. Like, to be someone who's there to experience that. And that just inspired me so much that I was like, yeah, I'll just, that seems fun. I want to do that. And yes, we can play it more often. That's partly due to <laughs> being busy at work and also look, partly look, because I'm not super enthused with the game right now. Busy, okay? <laughs> we've things have yeah. happened. There was a fan fest. Yeah. But it it reminded me and I got a similar pop for the game that I did with you, Rook. Um yeah, you know, yeah, for the, your community. The one shot. That was yeah, so the one fun. shot. The one shot back in uh the <laughs> the African Empire. Uh, during the Crystal Tower mm-hmm. events, um, that is still to be continued. Yeah, um, do our part too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know those things, and that's why role playing is great for any game. Is that it reinforces, it makes you see it in a different way, and it makes some moments that may not have been big way bigger when you think about them again. Right? Like it, it, it's yeah. it's so great for the game, and that's really why. So many, well, I won't say so many people stayed from 1.0 to 2.0, but it's it's kind of uh, anecdotal. Every single one of the friends that I have that played through 1.0 did it because they were still RPing. And that's at least 40 people, right? Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the good. like. Did we talk about her? Is there, what else is there? There's got to be what? one more thing. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the at Fan Fest. So okay. we had sure. the like jaunt down memory lane oh, that yeah. was the community panel with I and, yes. and Danielle. Mm-hmm. So Great let panel. me ask a question that they were asking, uh, sort mm. of through some of their stuff. What has been your favorite meme Sky to Bear. come out of the Final uh, Fantasy 14 community? Sky Bear. I, so I I was actually so in the it, they had a media room so a, a, as soon as the keynote was done I went up there to start typing up our coverage um, and so I got to catch bits and pieces of their panel while I was typing stuff up and I hear them go talk, start talking about Skybear and I just like kind of perk up I'm like Skybear and I'm like just in this room of like there's a couple other people like ty- you know being all serious working I'm just like Skybear <laughs> I miss Skybear bring back Skybear there you go. I want I want bring bring back a grassy Corthus and mm-hmm. give us a quest line that's just the adventures of Skybear. You know, we could have more of them. You know, there's a sea of clouds. There's a lot of cloudkin that can fly because of like internal and, whatever bladders, right? Up cool. there could have one. But they're not Skybear. We need right. exact we need Skybear back. Yeah. This Would is you the, be the okay if there was need. a family of Skybear? If they I mean, removed the mystery and said why Sky Bear could fly, would you be okay with that? Or do you want to keep if, the mystery? If it meant bringing Sky Bear back, okay. I'm down. You'd be okay. Yeah, okay. let's do it. I didn't know if it would like uh, limit the wonder in any way. Mm. No? I, I think I'd be okay with it. Okay. All like, right. like, 
like Hild- like 7.0 Hildebrand, he finds a family mm-hmm. of sky bears. Yeah. <laughs> and they just ride the sky bears into the night or something. They do the sunset. Yeah. Let's, sure. Let's do it square if you want some ideas. You, you know, you know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> sky bear. Let's do it. Sky bear relic weapons. <laughs> Why I, not? Yeah. I'm just trying to. Yeah, Aldina, are you trying to think of one now? Because like immediately I asked the question, and my brain goes completely uh, empty of meaning. <laughs> well, you didn't have I one have a... like ready while you were posing the question. <laughs> I know, I didn't. I mean, there's time. a yeah. there's a lot. You know, there's like Robon Extreme. There's uh, uh, Skip Sore. Skip Sore. Skip Sore. Uh, yeah, there there's a whole lot. Of, there's oh my goodness, Cape Westwind. Right? Oh, okay. Oh, Scaring yeah. newbies with Cape Westwind. I West remember uh, Cape Westwind. Oh, that'll never happen ever again. Ever again. <laughs> right? It's, it's those things, or, uh, I mean, it's still a meme. Uh, goodness, I'm trying to remember that. Aurum Vale. Aurum Vale is such mm. a meme to me. They made it a bit easier, but Aurum Vale, <laughs> that fight, or that dungeon, and going through it with new people, especially in 2.0 time. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> Orm, Orm Vale remains Spicy. one of my 1.0 regrets. There was yeah. a legacy achievement uh, to go through Orm Vale uh, without eating a fruit, and I never yeah. did it. It's like yeah. that and uh, Riven Road Hard. I never did. Mm, mm. But but then they released the the earrings anyway, and they didn't bother to differentiate them. So I could say <laughs> I did it, and people will never know. <laughs> You can, you can, and honestly, just go for it, because yeah, nobody mm-hmm. will be the wiser for it. Yeah, Everyone I mean, yeah, like, what's a is a big road? meme. <laughs> yeah, I just saw one as I was browsing. That's a recent one that I love, though. Mm-hmm. That's the four-panel up-close shot of the four faces of those figurines they released for the yes. London fan oh, fest, yeah. and they've renamed them all. And Meteor is called <laughs> Meat Ear, like meaty, like meat, <laughs> <Yeah>. and. <laughs> Hades is called a handy. It's <laughs> <laughs> called hiplophobia. <laughs> but not, it's just called vent. <laughs> and that really, that one got me good. I did really like that meme. Um, I would so love to see the uh, the box art packaging for these totally legit first party official goods. Slap <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> like an forget. Avengers logo on uh-huh. there. <laughs> Maybe like a Batman symbol, yeah, like yeah. totally fantasy heroes collection. Mm-hmm. Slap them on, yeah. That kind of um, how could we forget though the one that has literally left a mark even on FanFest, which is the the dance meme, the dance oh, meme yes. from yeah 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 yeah. Oh, the long long fall, light party, long fall. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Such a great meme. I mean, <laughs> I the first thing that I thought of because it's incredibly recent and it it is very. I guess topical. So, you know, I went back to rating because I, I, I need to. I, I think I need to. Uh, it's medicine that I will take. Um, and I was like, I'm just not enthused. You know what? I'm going to go look and see what people are doing to optimize. That'll get me engaged again. I always love looking at that. And I went to the Balance Discord, um, which is, you know, a theory crafting place, which is, which is cool. It's a cool place. And I went to the Summoner Lounge and I did this. This is this is just kind of where people hang out and talk. I did this about four days ago, okay. And I happened to be in a collective mental break, uh, in the middle of a collective mental break of all the summoners in that lounge. In <laughs> fact, for four to five days, it might still be happening now if I check it. 
it was just one emote, just one very sad emote that everyone was spamming. Apropos to nothing, nothing really triggered this other than someone coming back and going, hey, how's it going? And the whole entire lounge for days was just like very bad. I don't like this. I am very sad. And the, the memes that spawned from there, like, remember we once lived and it had tried disaster, right? Like, it's just a, that feeling of that uh-huh. shared disgruntlement, right? It. I went there to feel better about playing Summoner, and I didn't. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I do yeah, not feel better about doing It doesn't seem like that would have helped. No, but it did help because I remembered that I'm not alone, right? Because a lot of times when I'm like, upset and complaining i'm like but everyone else is having a great time we're and, suffering you know, together fan fest was great. <laughs> yeah and, and and i'm just like ah but maybe i'm the only one who feels this way maybe i should just suck it up and then i go there and i'm like no no it's all of us all right well guess i'll just keep going you know like it was a very interesting moment and like i said it was like four days ago and i literally went there to feel better and i did in a weird way um, <laughs> just not the way you were expecting. <laughs> I mean, the summoner Lego memes, uh, yeah. the the memes in which they share the old rotation and now the new one with a, uh, let's say, not uh, with, with like someone who's depicted as not being very smart, let's say, uh, <laughs> doing the new one, uh, that sort of thing. I just, I like it. It's misery, sure, but so is Rob on Extreme. Sometimes memes from shared misery really hit right i i I don't know what else to call it right it's just that shared yeah 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 commiserating right yes um and i don't know it really did make me feel better somehow so shout out to those in there i hope that you're you're not feeling better but i hope that you're still memeing oh you know dragoons always die we'll always have that for us yep yep floor tanking another one floor tanking with dragoons Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a good one. I, I had I an mean, emote when the the play dead uh, emote came out on Mog Station. Yeah, I did a slash. Uh, what it, activates floor oath? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Ooh, those are good ones too. All of the memes off of like either real or fake, um, like auto macro posts. In, oh yeah. In the mm. chat, like ridiculous ones like that. Yeah. Um, absolutely love those, as well as anything involving that shot of Louis Soie that you were talking about, yes. the 10-year portrait thing, kind of emulating anything where he's just getting blasted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, people have turned that into a meme. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good memory. There's also been a lot of great fan art and fan creations oh, yeah. and all kinds of stuff that's yeah. more serious or, you know, not the, the silly side. But, I mean, like you were saying, sometimes, Aldino, we just need... To have a laugh together, what for mm. whatever reason? There's, because it brings us together in some way. There's a there's a video, and I I am blanking on the the creator and the channel name, so mm. please forgive me. Um, but he's been doing a lot of like custom like 3D model work and making stuff. So there's like one mm. where like Fortuno comes home and sees how you've dressed his wife, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, there's the scene where uh, Grahatia brings you a sandwich. He's like, "You made that for me? Yeah, man." Go ahead, take a bite. Like it's just like really stu- like it's it's so funny. Um, so if yeah. anybody if anybody knows, like, right? that, yeah, 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 yeah. They're really oh, they're really funny. Um, yeah. There was I think I think Rook I sent I I might have sent one to you uh, when you were playing with Paul and Angie because Paul had his minion that he named Professor Skinkling, and mm-hmm. then there was a video I think it was the same person where a Lalafell ate that minion. 
Just like home, <laughs> like <laughs> no, don't. Okay, we don't approve of this. But yes, I remember the <laughs> okay. meme. Okay. Oh, okay. No one's gonna eat Professor Skinkling, okay? <laughs> no. But yeah, it's just his important work as a professor that he has to do. Yeah. So, what what is Professor Skinkling a professor of? Blue tongues and eating bugs. Okay. And chill vibes, actually. Just to mm. be honest. So, so if you listen, life, so so pre-order Sanctuary's Heart, uh, the deluxe edition. Um, eat some <laughs> bugs and grab like a like a like a blue raspberry icy. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go. That's that's the requirements yep. to hang out with the <laughs> coveted uh, professor. Vibe check. Yeah. <laughs> the vibe check. The vibe yes. check. Yeah, you got to pass the vibe check. Right. Ooh. Can we oh, rename man. ready checks to that? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's been a lot of memories in this game. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we could have all busted out like screenshot oh, sure. photo albums where oh, we were just gosh. like, and you remember when I, we I did. still have. I, you know, Charles mentioned this earlier. Playing Alpha. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I was like the day one alpha like i'm like day yeah. minus one like playing yeah. this game back in 1.0 like our character creator screen used to be on a cliff in limsa like uh-huh. oh my gosh yeah back then uh battle text showed for everybody it wasn't just specific to your character because that was a bug like one of the first bugs so like as you'd be walking around you would just see everybody's like Spam. damage everywhere you couldn't read the chat it was oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah i remember wanting to make a shirt like they're like talking about how like cool and detailed this new crafting system is. It took me so long to make a shirt because I had to get the <laughs> I had to get the plants to make the thread to make the sleeves and then to kill the thing for the leather yes. to make the body and that like oh my god. And every step of the way, you kept cap- capping out on experience and going, "Why am I? Why am I doing this?" Physical <laughs> levels. Yeah, we we used to yeah. have two systems for leveling. We had. We had like guild tokens that would like give us traits on our classes because we didn't have jobs yeah. yet. Fleet of Foot used to be like a purchasable guild trait. Those oh, were silly God. times. Let's not that go back. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I mean, I think that's we've we've talked a lot about some of our memories. Uh, feel free to share some of yours in the chat yes. comments. Um, we'd love to hear them because yeah, I, there's I mean. 10 to 13, 13 14 years how old is this game um <laughs> lots, lots of years many years of a video game um uh-huh. so yeah there you go yeah i thought this event was sweet and the rising definitely yeah. i think got all of us reminiscing and thinking mm-hmm. back on our own memories and the people we've met along the way so we would love to hear all of your thoughts too on that and your memories that you've made in the game because we all have unique ones but a lot of shared ones too, whether oh, they're yeah. memes or even just experiences that we all got to go through together. Yeah. Uh, Shout out everybody who got thrown into the robot in Alexander's first tier. I feel for you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we salute you. Yes, we salute <laughs> you for doing Alex. a duty. Alexander was so. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like Power Rangers, and you're just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Sign me up. Remember trash mobs and raids? That was a thing. Still in uh, in Heaven's Word. Um, all right. Uh, before, uh, we end this out, we do have some sad news. I didn't want to like lead the show with this. There's not really a good place to put this in. Um, so if you get kind of triggered by, uh, death, um, now's probably a, a good time to, to stop watching. Thank you for um, listening. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, Thursday, October 24th, uh, Pook passed away. Um, if you hadn't heard um, a couple of weeks ago, we did rerun one of our older episodes that he was on. Um, just a, what a fucking gentleman. Like mm-hmm. I've never known anyone so positive and supportive. Our first, right. our first hype train on this channel was when we were offline because Pook just yeah. sent people over here. And he's like, yeah, go do a hype. I'm like what? Why? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah, that, that sucks. Um, on, on a personal note. So like after I got married, I moved over to Washington state, right? I've lived like 40 minutes South of him for years. Never mm-hmm. met him in person. Uh, when Rook was in town, we were actually like starting the conversation of like figuring out uh, when we were going to go up and see him. Um, so just like, man, if you guys have friends, if you're listening, you have friends you haven't met, or you like want to go hang out with somebody, and you just you keep putting it off, don't put it off. Go do it, because um, mm. you never know. So, mm. um, I'd like to end today's episode uh, with the way that Pook ended his streams, um, where he would say, "Don't do well in life, do good." For yourself and those around you. Yeah. We'll remember Pook just as much as any of these other memories, if not more so. Mm. He was a huge part of 14 for many of us, and always a kind word and a gentle smile for every person that he met in this game or out. Um, really sad. We didn't get a chance to meet him in person, but we got to spend a lot of time with him online, and mm. um, you know, I just... Can't speak enough to the memories that I have with Pook, where from the moment I came into this space and we ran into each other, um, a thousand acts of kindness from him, um, just always, always being supportive, always coming in and being upbeat. And I'm very glad that in the months leading up to it, I did get to have a good conversation with him where I just let him know how much I appreciated that. But I mean, we're all grieving, (laughs) definitely, Mm -hmm. because. I wish we could have had many more conversations. Yeah. Watching the the last episode that he was on with us, <laughs> we uh, yeah, that was a good one. There, he oh got my, me so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he burned you hard. There's this moment yeah. where Rook was like pretending to put on her like her tinfoil hat, uh-huh. and then Pook just comes. I like how your hat's invisible because you're Viera, and the, the, just the smug the ass top, grin that he yeah. has. He knows what he did. Um, Uh, but yeah uh, he just uh, such an important person I think for for the community Um, mm -hmm. it's it's gonna suck without him but um, I think the the entire community is is in a better place because of him and his positivity and his support that he showed for everybody so Um, yeah there's no there's no good easy way to like talk about this right Um, yeah so yeah, so that's that. Um, contact information. We're, 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 we're actually wrapping up now. Um, mm. You can find me, uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Rafflederg. YouTube has an X, because apparently there's I have an, there's another Rafflederg. I don't know how that works. Mm. My life is a soap opera. I have an evil twin. I, who knows? <laughs> um, but that's me. Uh, I'll do you know. Here and only here. Also Twitter. I'm never calling it X. It'll never happen. Uh, as Al, do you know? Uh, you can find me. Ah, yes, Zen's not here. So I got to do on Twitch as plus the word, one the number, uh, 
wait, shot the word. Shot yeah. The word. <laughs> I, can... I was like, wait a second, because what we were going to do last night, we did not is a kind of segment that we call plus one shoots the shit where we just talk about, I think the last one before I wasn't on was Baldur's Gate 3. Can we talk mm-hmm. about tabletop and things like that? Um, but yeah, so that's a channel on which we play tabletop games. Um, I don't believe there are any this weekend because they were all last weekend, but next week there'll be a couple more, you know, our D and Diablo game. We've got a game that was converted from Pathfinder. And at some point I have been, uh, talked into doing a dissertation, maybe a Ted talk about specifically why I love our, uh, tabletop systems that have the crunch, the numbers. A lot of people don't like that. But I really think they reinforce RP. Want to know more about it? You can watch that. I'm not sure. going to go into it here. That's cool. it. <laughs> All right. That's me. And Rook? Yes, hi. You can find me on my Twitch. That's at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can also find me over on YouTube at the same, where I do oftentimes playthroughs and reactions a lot for Final Fantasy XIV. So if you want to see my journey from 5.3 on, go check that out. And... Was it five point? Yes. Okay. For a second, I was like, "Where <laughs> are, are we? we? On? What number are we on now?" We're on four. <laughs> um, basically, Shadowbringers to now a bit. Mm. Uh, the Shadowbringers patch content to now, um, and you can find me on Twitter because I agree. I'll do. You know, I will never call it by the other cursed name mm-hmm. uh, at Rookery underscore R O O K U R I underscore. And tomorrow morning, if you're listening to this right now in the moment. Um, tomorrow on Sunday here on this, what is it going to be? Uh, the 9th of 10th, 10th of September, Mm -hmm. just so that everybody knows if you're listening, um, I'll be live again over on the official Final Fantasy 14 channel. Tune in tomorrow morning, bright and early, depending on your time zone. Maybe it may not be be bright. It'll be early, but it may not be bright. It'll be early, right? It'll be dark (laughs) and early. The sun won't even be up. And I know this and I'm, I'm just bracing myself but it's going to be worth it mm-hmm. it's going to be a ton of fun and even if you can't watch those again the ccrc eu and oceania that's happening our crystalline conflict regional championships um watch the vods and tune in live if you're not going to be in FanFest uh, at FanFest in person and if you are going to be at FanFest in person in london say hi to me mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all the yeah. end <laughs> you can find rookie watch at the now, london so fanfest on stage because yes. she's yes. killing it and so is liffy mm-hmm. That's going to be so, I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just am now today doing my measurements for the suit that I am planning on Ooh. wearing. So I'm very oh. excited. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Getting fancy. <laughs> my glamour. Um, you know what? I'm going to yeah, try and do our community get... proud. Are you Are you also going to wear an Amethyst right. necklace that everybody thinks is Squapes like uh, Brian did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so tempting. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I wasn't budgeting Maybe. the Squapes necklace. We'll have to see. <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned for the glamour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want, you can email us here at the show, Radio at gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio. You can also find us as Gamerscape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, discord.g slash Gamerscape. Uh, you can come on. We can talk about the show. We can talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, whatever you want. We got all sorts of stuff. Oh, I hit the wrong mm-hmm. button. I hit the wrong Hold on. We got to... How do I podcast? There we go. We did it. We're we're holding. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's we it. Good? That's, okay. uh, we're good. We're fine. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. So that's it uh, for, for this week. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, next next week. Maybe. Yeah. Next I, week. We'll figure it out. We got. Yeah. This, we're get, we're gonna get. Know. We're getting back into it. I think everybody's here. It's we're happened. gonna we're gonna figure it's it happened. out. We're gonna talk about s- stuff. 
stuff. And things. Stuff. Yeah. We will pick Those... a topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Starfield Final Fantasy XIV character customizations. Ship designs. Make a cactar. It's like gummy ships and and oh, sure. charts. We'll Remember that you could like buy like a cactar. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll workshop this. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, figure just... it out. It probably won't be that, but maybe. I, we joked yeah. about it earlier. I was just bringing it back. And you're turning it oh, into oh, like this whole thing. It's fine. It's <laughs> we'll think. We're gonna talk about something. It's all good. Uh, thank you, everybody, yeah. for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.